Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Rin and Ray. On today's episode, we are so excited to have our special guest. Last week, we mentioned we were having a surprise guest, and this has been the moment you've all been waiting for. We have my brother, number one fan of Real Talk with Rin and Ray, Miles Skank. How's it feel being on and being here with Real Talk with Ren? It feels Ren. good. I just I just want to clarify when you say special guest, what exactly does that mean? Um, Use your imagination. <laughs> Whatever right. you want it to be. I'll think about it positively. Yeah. Have you ever watched <laughs> The Ringer? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but just some updates with us. Something exciting also about this episode. Wait for the end, right? Is it going to be at the end? Yes. And so a little little behind the scenes action here. Before we record each episode, we do a little warm-up test run, make sure our voices sound good. And it's usually Rin making very awkward noises. and <laughs> Or singing. And me trying to mimic that. It's kind of like our bloopers. And so we're actually going to include our little 30-second segment of bloopers at the end of each episode. So you don't have to listen to it, but if you don't want the episode to end, um, just stay, stay on for the bloopers. and listen to our super embarrassing, awkward bloopers. Also, the sponsor for this video is Purified Water. Whenever you feel like you're about to die because you haven't drinking in a couple days, remember, drink water. Da -da -da. All right, Miles. How has it been being here in Wilmington, North Carolina for second time? Second time, yes. Second time. He came out when Kingston was first born with his wife, Caroline, and his two daughters, Maisie and Lola. Lola and Maisie. Those are their names, yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it been? What has been your favorite part? We did Ooh. a whole episode on Wilmington. Yes. Did and that inspire your trip out here? That did. I feel like the day after that, I called you and said, we got to figure out how I'm going to get up here. How because I heard about Mike's Farms. I heard about I think the donuts. And there were a few other things oh, that I was just excited about. Oh, crap. That's it why was. I suddenly uh, said that. Just so, you know. So <laughs> Put a plug in there. A little hint. But what, so we've gone to Mike's Farms. Yes. We've gone downtown mm -hmm. and done a bunch of stuff. Um. Kind of explain your trip so far, what we've done here. Yeah. So started, uh, I'm living in Tampa, Florida. So I woke up at like uh, three in the morning to, to fly here. And that was exciting actually, because then we got to spend the whole day together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, it's what been a do? bit of a blur. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> it's oh, been great. We've so, eaten out uh, so much. More times than we can He go mostly came to experience Hold the food. <laughs> he listened to our podcast and was like, I need to come out. We scheduled a date. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's Kingston's birthday party. And so that was kind of an afterthought, but we've been telling people you've come for the party. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good bonus. Just set the record straight. <laughs> All right. I love Kingston. I would have come out here regardless. <laughs> especially when he's older listening to this because we're buddies now. I don't want that we to change. Buddies. So 
You yeah. brought him Hot Wheels. I did. I yeah. brought him a plethora of toys. He's loved them. Yeah. He's been loving it. So this weekend, you got in Friday. Yeah, Friday and So morning. Friday was kind of busy. We just, I watched you? Pierce. Oh, yeah. We hung, we hung out. out. That was fun, though. Yeah. We went you to Bojangles. Little Buds. Cookout. Oh, yeah. That was good. What I highly recommend of... the, what was it, Peach Cobbler Milkshake. You've had your house. second one. I did. Because I, I, I got nervous, so I said, <laughs> I can't, can't make a mistake. I'll just go with this tried and true. Yeah. But, yeah, we did that. And it was kind of busy. We had, um, it was really fun because Kingston and his little bud Pierce were born on the same day. Yeah. And um, they had a combined birthday party. So their birthday isn't until the 21st, but with the way things worked out, we had their party this weekend. And they were both rookies of the year. So Kingston was rookie of the year for basketball and Pierce was rookie of the year for baseball. So that was super fun. And we did a bunch of stuff. Like we had a concession stand. You and made like, pretzels. Pretzels. phenomenal. And I'm not just saying that. That's so nice. Bougie Ooh, breads. Bougie breads. Yeah. Bougie breads the catered. <laughs> the smash cakes were awesome to watch. Yes. That was fun. Kingston and Pierce. Because Kingston and Pierce have very different personalities. And uh, Kingston or Pierce was very, very, his etiquette skills are outstanding They're for superb. a baby. Like yeah. he was sitting there with his back straight, cross-legged, and just like picking away a crumb at a time at the cake, putting it in his mouth, being like, hmm, that's very sweet. Maybe I'll have another. Go gets another crumb. Kingston sitting next to him like a hurricane, just boom, 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 tearing up the cake. He looks over to Pierce, like, Pierce, you're doing it wrong. And he starts smashing Pierce's cake. Poor Pierce. It was so cute. Honestly, it was yeah. so fun. So that was kind of like our weekend. And then Saturday after the party, we went to Mike's Farms. Oh, yes. Gosh. What were your yeah. expectations and did you? The reality make those expectations oh, yeah. of it. So like Mike's Farms isn't on social media. So like you don't have much of a idea of what you're getting into other than just word of mouth. Yeah. And surpassed every expectation. Really? It was really transcendent. Okay. So. <laughs> and I'm not even just saying that. Like, and maybe I just haven't had a good food in a while, but it was really, really good. Okay. So pretend like, so. For those who don't know or may not have listened to our previous episode, how would you describe Mike's Farms and like what was great about it, what your favorite part was, your, how, how your experience was and why people like, should go Imagine there. you had like the sweetest, kindest grandma who lived on a farm and just decided mm -hmm. to make you a home-cooked meal and you just sat down and felt loved. <laughs> Honestly, that's the perfect description. Wow, that's amazing. I felt so good there. Like the whole... Yeah atmosphere like everybody that was there was so kind and sweet like not just like the employees but like the people coming to eat there yeah out in the middle of nowhere oh, gosh. i thought you guys were playing a prank on me and we're just gonna like leave me somewhere in the middle but... of a corn <laughs> you go make it home <laughs> no honestly it literally is in the middle of nowhere it's 58 minutes away from our place yeah i don't remember what town it's in <laughs> okay black you... swamp or yeah something back like Swamp back. Is that what it is? Okay. Swamp back. back. Swamp? No, swamp back. <laughs> like the back of your. Are you sure? Back. Oh. Like a swampy back. Oh. Back sweat. <laughs> swamp. swamp back. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but literally, middle we had some back swamp of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> but no, literally, middle of nowhere. And it kind of makes it even more special because you're just like literally on a farm. There's like goats, yep. cows, chickens, yeah. peacocks, horses, 
You can feed them like little petting zoo. Huge gift store, a bakery. Yeah. And it's all a family farm because when you sit down like on the placemat, it tells like the history of it. And it was like yeah. a World War II veteran and his like wife started the farm. They like got married mm-hmm. and I think it was a tobacco farm. And then it turned into a Christmas tree farm when their kids got older. And then they kept it going by having like the gift store there. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was really cool though. Cause I was like, you see a lot of people, like we have friends and family and stuff that have farms or I was telling you about like the barbecue place in Tampa that closed down because the kids yeah. didn't want to take it over. But it was cool to see that they've kept the farm going, even though it's not like in its original form. Form, yeah. yeah, and kept it up to date. Yeah. So honestly, that was so good. What was your favorite? So they have like fried chicken, mac and cheese, gravy, mashed potatoes, green beans, corn. corn. Beans. What was your favorite? Pork rinds. And this sounds crazy, and I know you looked at me like I was nuts because you asked me that while we were there. <laughs> but the gravy, and it. I don't it's know. So it was good. like, because you could put it like with everything and it kind of like makes its way around your plate as you're eating. And I don't know. It was just like, like Christmas, like just brought you so back good. to, I don't know. Man. The mac and cheese though was definitely a very Top close second. Yeah. It was but I wouldn't so say anything cheese. was like, oh, bad. It was just like, everything was so good. You had to like, yeah, kind of pick. Fa- pick it out. But yeah, we it's ate so, so much because it was like, it was family style. They yeah. bring it all to your table. And they just keep bringing it to you. Yeah, I actually have a video of all the leftover plates we have on the table. I'll I'll post that. We'll post that on our Instagram page because we just loaded our stomachs up. And Kingston, okay, yeah, this kid can put down his weight in food. I literally thought his little tummy was about to explode. (laughs) Like if he ate any more, like it would have just made instant stretch marks. Like. It was, it so was funny huge. Because when we, in the past, when we changed Kingston's diaper, he likes to squirm and roll over and try to crawl away. But after we were done, we were changing his diaper, he tried to roll over. And he was having a super difficult time just even rolling over at all. He was just so slow. Yeah. It was so cute. But he was so happy. He's like the happiest he's ever been. It was awesome. But yeah, it's been super fun. What we do today? In downtown downtown that was cool really neat yeah i definitely recommend coming here because again everyone has i feel like has heard in one way or another whether it's like like the nicholas spark movies or i think you were saying one tree hill which i didn't Mm -hmm. even know was a show until today but there's a lot of cool places um, places. to go around but very like cool coastal town lots of deep old uh buildings i don't know if it was like shipping yards or something but Mm -hmm. like all the storefronts are super cool. The bookstore yeah. was really cool that we went into. Ooh, yeah. It was just fun. It was kind of rainy today, so we just kind of took our time, strolled downtown, and then we went out to eat to Indochine. Yes. And that was oh. really cool. We've talked about it on our same episode as um, Mike's Farm, but this place is Thai food, and it's like you enter a whole nother world. Like, it's yes. so cool. We'll have to post pictures of it, yeah. too. So cool. I feel like the atmosphere just like kind of makes the whole experience. The food's good. And the service. We have the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Miles, tell tell our listeners a little bit about you. Mm. But like tell them something, I don't know if shocking or surprising is the right word. Just like. What's something unique about yourself? Give us a good nugget. Yeah. I'm not going to incriminate myself, so. Good luck. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. So, name is Miles. That is my name. 
Okay. My name is Miles. <laughs> that is my name. Um, no. Um, I was born in Colorado, uh, where well, actually all of my brothers were yeah. born, uh, and Rim was born in Tennessee. Um, I thought I was adopted. Well, that's still up for debate. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grew up in grew up in Tennessee for a little bit. Then our family moved up to upstate New York. Um, went there all through high school. Graduated. Uh, I also served a mission uh, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, I went to Romania, which is a small country in Eastern Europe. Um, do you mind saying something in Romanian for us? Oh, what do you want me to say? That's always like, I feel like everyone says that. And then yeah. it's just what like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. I don't All right, know. I'll do one. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Bună dimineața, dragi frați și sărori, și bine ați venit la Biserica lui Iisus Hristos a Sfinților din Zilele de Urma. Which means... Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he just like swore us out. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I will admit this. I like speaking Romanian. I don't think I'm the best at it, but I'm still uh, actively practicing it. Hmm. Shout out Duolingo. 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 Great Actually, so on our um, website that we like record on called Anchor, it shows what countries people listen from. And there is one listener from Romania. Interesting. Yes. I wonder if that's someone from the Stick Appeal, the oh, child yeah. shelter. Yeah. So, um, so Miles is a really humble man. He doesn't flaunt this or advertise this. But tell us a little bit about the the charity you kind of not not Work the charity, with. but the fundraiser you did. Oh, yeah. For the orphanage in Romania. Okay. So back in 2020, as we all know. COVID happened and a lot of stuff got shut down. Uh, with my work, we were working primarily remotely from home um, and I was losing my mind. So I was like, well, what exactly uh, could I do that would be productive? And so while I was in Romania, um, got to know this phenomenal family uh, who ran a shelter uh, called Vistacopio, which means a child's dream in Romanian. And it's a shelter for uh, primarily I don't know the best way to like put it, but like people who live on the streets. Uh, so it's not, some people think of a shelter as like, oh, a place where people would go and like sleep or anything like that. But it's more in the morning, it's for children. Uh, so the children can go there, learn basic education, uh, get a hot meal. Um, there's showers there. Um, all sorts of just, just to feel loved and feel like a human. Because a lot of times, yeah. and, and we see that even here in America, there might be homeless people or whatever. And people are a little apprehensive and I mean, that's understandable, but it's just a place for them to go and, and be cared for and loved. And like their family will be there. Um, it's not always necessarily that they're um, orphaned oh, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then in the afternoon, it's more for adults. Hmm. Um, that's They just keep it separate like that. Uh, I don't know 100% why, but that's just kind of how the, the shelter runs. Hmm. Um, and Kathy Cloak and her husband started it. They were from Scotland, Scotland I believe. I don't quote me on that, but I'm 100 okay. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> Um, really just amazing family. Mm. So kind. She was a school teacher. Um, really cool backstory of how, how they got it all started and, um, just how much progress has happened, uh, since they started that. And so, yeah, we, we would volunteer there weekly. And then when I came home, we just stayed in touch with them. And so back to all this, uh, during COVID, one of the things that I realized was small businesses help more than you realize a lot of them give back to local organizations they're always sponsoring sports teams there's all sorts of things that they're always kind of getting involved yeah. in um and so 
in one way or another, I found out that the shelter, primarily most of their money comes from small businesses throughout mm. uh, mostly Europe. Um, and they give a percentage of their money over to the shelter, which helps it run because it's a complete nonprofit. Um, and it costs to, to provide food and clothing and all that stuff. Um, so it got me thinking, I was like, okay, well, a lot of times people will, will do a running race to support local businesses. They'll get sponsors and things like that um, to help. But I was like, well, is there a way that we could kind of make this like a worldwide kind of event and basically yeah. um, make people aware that like this is impacting everyone and that a lot of people were feeling helpless at that time. What can I do to help? And this would be a great way to help. So what we did is we teamed up with local businesses from all over the United States and even uh, eventually it turned into worldwide businesses because we had people in the UK and other places um, that helped support but primarily it started off with people here in the United States. Um, we got a ton of support from uh, local businesses in Malone, which is where oh, Rin and I grew up, which is just phenomenal because I feel like it's a small town, but they're always very willing to help out. And they yeah. have in the past with other um, events and things that either we have put on or, or other groups have put on. But um, we had uh, Seven Brothers out in Hawaii, which oh, is a phenomenal cool. burger place, uh, really cool family owned uh, business. Um, Asian Kitchen in Tampa, really, really cool mm. uh, business down there that's always very supportive. Uh, this was like their first running race that they had been a part of, so they were really excited about that. That's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think, because this happened like two years ago, and I kind of feel bad because there were so many different businesses that helped out. I know uh, Green Lemon, which was another business mm. in Tampa, really good like Mexican restaurant. So the whole idea was when you looked at the back of the race shirt, because that's where the sponsors got put on, you could look at each one of those businesses and say, this is a, a business that like really matters. And we want to make sure that they stay here because yeah. they went out of their way to not only like help out, but also help the, um, the shelter kind yeah. of through their donations and everything. So, yeah, so we put on, I know this is a lot and it's, uh, I know like when I explained it to people too, they're like, oh, I'm trying to follow what? this whole path. But, um, so basically That's usually how our podcast yeah, goes, yes. honestly. <laughs> to break it down, we did a virtual 5k running race. Um, which is just like a normal, like, I think it's like 3.2 miles yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and all the money went to the shelter in Romania to help them while businesses and stuff. Cause at that time, nobody knew what was going to happen. I mean, yeah. thankfully things have kind of seemed to kind of calm down calm and, down and go back um, to normal. the shelter's still running and everything, which is great. Uh, but uh, on another angle too, it was also giving free uh, advertising to all these local businesses um, oh. for the back of the shirt. So That's everybody who so got a smart. shirt yeah. was there getting free advertising. Because usually when you wow. sponsor for a race, you're spending quite a decent amount of money to get your thing, uh, your logo and everything put on the back of the yeah. shirt. So um, That's yeah. really cool. On top of that, we got uh, NFL players. Phenomenal, phenomenal guys. We had Chad Hansen, um, mm -hmm. who played at the time for the Houston Texans, but he's also played for the Jets and the Broncos. Um, I think he was, as of late, he was wow. playing for the Lions. And I think right now, um, him and his girlfriend are working to see kind of the next uh, team that he's kind of working for. He's mm -hmm. like an open or a free agent right now. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. We got That's to meet cool. them through kind of like this meet and greet thing. And then um, Dawson Knox, who plays for the Buffalo Bills. Another just oh, wow. really down-to-earth, phenomenal guy. He does all sorts of charitable work with um, children's hospitals and things like that. Hmm. And so they both lent their voice uh, to some of our advertising. 
Um, we had Mike Walsh, who um, is a former uh, Air Force Special Forces operator, hmm. um, who now is on the Olympic bobsledding team. Um, oh, wow. We had, and I feel bad because I, I like I want to like mention all these people because they were just it was just very Amazing, humbling yeah. to get all these people to help out. Um, but we just had just a lot of people come together. Matt Costa, um, oh who uh, has a lot of uh, records out. He was on Jack Johnson's record label for a while and then kind of went off and did his own thing. But he has like music from um, oh, like the movie I Love You, Man, like Mr. Pitiful. And oh, yeah. So it, it, like and he did a whole concert for us. And it was just really cool to see and just kind of bring everyone together. And I, we called the race. Uh, uh, the virtual fire, the human race, I believe is what it was called. The human race virtual yeah. 5k. I feel bad. Cause at the time I was very involved in this, uh, but time has gone on and uh, I'm like, I'm trying to remember all this, but it was just cool to see. And we had like um, local artists like design the shirt and put up like advertise. It was just neat to get all these people involved. And we had like uh, local filmmakers and different things who helped out. Uh, Scott Ricosi, who's done music for like oh. uh, Spotify, YouTube, PlayStation, a bunch of things. Oh, he yeah. did the score for our music. Just really humbling to have all these people come back together. And he was actually and willing a, to help out. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a former missionary in Romania as well. So it was really cool to kind of have so him cool. see that impact. But yeah, that's the gist of it. Hopefully that makes that's sense. Cool. I know it was kind of that's all awesome. I feel like that's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. I love how um, the wide range of of network you're able to create and the variety of people who got involved in this that's really impressive yes and that was i i truly feel that that was a blessing from god um because although like i feel like yes i can network with people and things like that there were so many people that came and and lent a hand and helped out and um i i truly feel like Yes, we put forth the effort for that, but that was there to help those businesses and to help that shelter and to kind of think just give people hope during that time because it was something for everyone to do. There was it hit on a lot of different places. It gave people an outlet to go out and do something active. It gave people hope and inspired people. And um, we went on and did like weekly videos with yoga and beekeeping. Tom hmm. Bench, uh, who actually got me involved in beekeeping. Um, <laughs> He did like weekly videos. So at that time, nobody could really get out and do things. So we had weekly videos being put up on Instagram and Facebook of all these different, really neat, exciting things and free mm -hmm. classes and all sorts of stuff just to kind of keep people excited and motivated. And it went on for like, I think like a month and a half. And again, just so, so cool, cool to see all the people that came and in involved. And then at the end, we did kind of a giveaway. And that's where some companies like from the UK and stuff got mm -hmm. involved and provided different uh, things. And just all of the people, we had people just reaching out to us because our Instagram, we were just trying to get as, as much um, following as possible. Yeah. People just offering to donate things. And so, yeah, it was really, really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Question for you. So if our listeners are really like inspired by what you were talking about on helping this shelter and they want to help it as well, how would be the best way to go about um, or what this shelter needs right now? Yeah. Um, so, and, and I don't want to like say this, but the biggest thing they need right now is just money because unfortunately, um, not talking ill towards the country of Romania, but there are things that happen from time to time when you ship things there. At least that's what it was when I was back there in 2010 and 11. And that's kind of what the shelter had kind of implied when 
Um, I know Raymond had asked kind of like what he could send. A lot of times when things get sent, not all of it makes it to where it needs to go. Things just going just, through customs Going and through stuff. customs and things They'll like that. Through. So the best way um, you can do it is usually like, I believe they have like a Venmo um, and we can probably add something, add something. there. Um, That's cool. But yeah. So if you guys are listening or inspired by Miles' story and want to make an impact as well, we will post on our story on Instagram their Venmo. So you can Venmo it just even like a couple dollars, I'm sure, makes a huge impact. With the exchange rate and how things go, um, yeah. just a few dollars. And, and I don't want to sound like one of those commercials, but like a few <laughs> dollars really can like go a long way. Like, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could uh, probably put that link in our bio in our Ren and Ray Adventures. Yeah, yeah. Instagram page. That'd uh-huh. be cool. Real quick to finish up, just to switch gears a little bit. How has our podcast, Real Talk with Ren and Ray, Ray inspired your life? That's a good question. Um, and I'm not just saying this because I know, <laughs> and I know I've said that a bunch. Wow. But um, like, what do I have to scrape up right now? <laughs> hold on, let's go to a commercial break. Tell me what you need to say. No. <laughs> Honestly, I remember when you guys uh, had it come out, and I listened to the first episode, and then you guys came out like the next week, and I listened to it again, and I can't remember what you all were saying, but one of the things like I took away from it was it's like you guys decided to do something, and regardless of what other people thought about it, or whether 100 people listened to it, or two people listened to it, like you just, this is something that you guys enjoy doing, and I, like at the time... I wasn't like in like the best like place because I just like I felt stuck. I felt very just like discouraged um, and frustrated with just everything that was going on um, with work and things. And I was just like, I'm not really like doing what I used to do or like I had just done the um, the whole race and charitable event. And I kind of just hit like a slump and I was just kind of like, I don't know what um, my next like steps are or whatever. But like hearing what you guys and you guys talk about different things like that week you talked about like trying to not spend any excess money. That's just such a good like bit of advice and kind of just inspiring to say like, that's a simple thing that like anyone could do or just, and that like inspired me to kind of like relook at like my finances and go back over stuff and things like that. And um, yeah, there's just like, and I don't think you guys realize that as much because I'm sitting here in your all's living room and it's very different because normally I'm sitting in my car driving to work, listening to what you all say. And for me, it's like, it's a nice way to catch up with you guys because it's like I'm sitting in your living room listening to things that are going on and it's just kind of cool because yeah. we don't always get the chance to to catch up and things like that. But um, yeah, I think it just inspired me to do more. And so, yeah, one of the other things that I guess you guys kind of inspired me to do is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, but um, backyard beekeeping. So Tom Minch, who I had mentioned before, um, we had stayed friends for a while and he got into beekeeping and I'd followed a lot of the stuff that he had done. Um, and I was just like, this is something I want to do, but it was always one of those things like, uh, someday I'll do that. But then after listening to you guys, I was just like, well, why not like just start doing things today today, and things that make you happy. And like, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But like life is short. Nothing is, uh, promise. No. And so just go after these things and, and, I feel like by doing that, I've found so much joy and excitement in life again. And it's just been really cool to see how that goes. And so I went ahead and got the bees, which was a whole uh, story in and of itself on how, how we got We'll have them. to have another episode yes. where we hear that story. 
I will just say you're a leave, rookie. Leave be yeah. I, <laughs> rookie of the year, right here. Facts from an amateur beekeeper. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't mess with bees at night, and make sure you are wearing proper uh, equipment. Yeah, bees. Honestly, though, as a stereotype, they're very kind. They're very friendly. Only time you really got to worry about it is if you're working with the hive, just because they'll send out like a pheromone that'll alert everybody. But that's why you use the smoke because it masks the pheromones. But yeah, I have bees in my backyard now. Um, Do they talk to you like the bee movie? Do you have a berry? Not yet. <laughs> Do you guys eat yogurt together? Yogurt nights, yes. Yogurt nights. That's <laughs> a <laughs> berry. But yeah, so there's a lot that goes into beekeeping. I just got them inspected um, through the county, which is really good. They came out and like, they're very healthy. Um, probably by mid-fall, they should be like making honey to harvest. But it's just been a really cool experience learning about something that I really didn't know anything about. And you just meet so many people that... Um, are experts in something that if you were walking down the street, you'd have no idea, but you talk to these people. And I think it's given me a new perspective on just interacting with people. Cause you never know who you're talking with or who you're interacting with um, until you get to like know them or whatever. But back to the beekeeping, it's been exciting. Um, I've had them That's for cool. about a month now. They're not dead. So I must be doing <laughs> something right. Um, beekeeping is, is, is more than just a hobby. They say you're not a, a bee haver, you're a beekeeper. Um, bee havers will lose their bees and beekeepers will keep their bees. So it's a lot of, <laughs> of maintaining the hives and making sure there's a lot of uh, pests and different things that can uh, make your hive sick. So you just kind of have to keep on top of it. Um, so cool. That's definitely a really cool thing. Uh, I find it like almost therapeutic because it's just neat because you're really having to focus while you're working with them and stuff. Yeah. So it's cool. I just think it's cool that we inspired at least one person to do something. Yeah. Like honestly, when we started this, it was just... Kind of for kicks and giggles. Well, no, knowing we inspired you like helps us make these weekly episodes. Yeah, because we know if we miss a day it, or an episode, you're the first Miles person that like, calls. I need my episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I'm starting Monday, I gotta have something positive yeah. to get me into work. Come it's on now. So fun. <laughs> but honestly, you know, we we really appreciate you uh, being on this episode with us. And yeah, it's I'm honestly so been yeah. so fun just having you here and experiencing all these things and being on our podcast likewise just this has been awesome. been awesome but we'll post some videos and things on our instagram i'll actually do it this week um miles kindly reminded me that i did not do it like i said i would last episode so he keeps me on my toes. I did not post my poem. I was like, no one's messaged me about it. He was like, well, you didn't post it. And I was like, touche. That is, <laughs> that is 100% correct. So that's my bad people. That, And I'm not going to promise that I will post that because I might not. But there's a good chance that I will still post that. Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make you post it. Okay, Raymond will post it. <laughs> Essentially is what we're saying. I'll yes. bust it. But thanks for listening. We are so grateful for Miles and his family. And we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Real Talk with Rin and Ray. If you want more of the adventure then check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Rin and Ray Adventures. Until next week, we'll see you then.
Hello, welcome to Real Talk with Rin. And Ray. It was just practice. This is practice. Oh, and me. And me. And then you usually sing. Try talking like um, this far this a water ball. I feel like I'm being set up. I feel like this is going to be part of the. This is for the. We're like sing a little bit. I'm like. Okay, that's the. All right. I think that's good.